Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Institute of Oil Politics. This is yet another Kosciuszko Chair in Polish Studies event, as well as Center for Intervarium Studies. Uh, an unusual an unusual one, because this one has a, a, a spiritual dimension. The topic today is John Paul II and his uh, poetry and drama. A human being is not complete without a spiritual dimension. Oftentimes when we talk about statecraft, we skip a very important part. Aristotle taught us that we should know first and foremost who we are. No one's going to convince me that I'm a bicycle, because I know who I am. Sun Tzu too, he taught, know yourself, know your enemy. Without first delving into the spirit, we can't really project our knowledge and embrace the world and be able to relate to it. It's my great pleasure to introduce a guest speaker. I uh, met her first time about know, 14 years ago in Charlottesville at my aunt's. She was not available. But then eventually she became my wife. So the, today's lecture is an exercise in uh, nepotism. Uh, the Kościuszko chair is very happy to thank uh, Lady Blanca Rosensteel and Irene McLean, who have actually sponsored this project on John Paul II. Why is it important? Well, aside from the spiritual dimension, I remember when we had an event about the Vatican and its diplomatic tradition. And a few folks here from the uh, State Department and uh, Department of Justice came to listen to what a few people had to say about Vatican's diplomacy. And halfway through the lecture, one of them turned to me and said, Gosh, I was surprised that you guys at the Institute of World Politics would invite some people from a tiny place called the Vatican. But now, I get it, they've been at it for 2,000 years. So they know the game the best in the world. This is the eldest continuous institution in the world, the Catholic Church. And one of its sons and leaders was John Paul II. Uh, much has been written about it, but not like this. So without much more ado, I'd like to clap to the supermom, supermodel. I'm not kidding. Until November 5th, if you go to New York, her billboard is in Times Square. <laughs> I wish I could project this, but then she'd get embarrassed and run away. Supermom, supermodel, super super lawyer, and now super specialist in poetry and drama, John Paul II. Thank you. Um, let me start with a quotation 
just a little explanation uh, about my book and about the title of my book, Wind from Heaven. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly, a sound came from heaven, like a rush of mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And they appeared to them tongues as a fire, distributed and resting on each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. Good evening again. Thank you to the Institute of World Politics and Mr. John Lanczowski for having me here. And thank you to Kościuszka Chair and thank you all those amazing people who organized this event tonight. Thank you for being with us. Thank you all guests, colleagues, friends, members of my family. Thank you all. Uh, I am the author of Wind from Heaven, John Paul II, the poet who became Pope. The book was already published in Brazil, Colombia, Poland, and now it's time for America. And I have a good news. Next year, I am expecting a book in Italian. It will be uh, translated from Polish into Italian, and I will be releasing in Italy. So fingers crossed, please. <laughs> And today I am honored and happy that I can share with you about poetry and the dramas of Karol John Paul II. The book portrays a student of Polish literature, a professor, a philosopher, a priest, and thinker, but also a leader whose religious conviction added a new and much needed moral dimension to world politics and change the course of history. Wind from Heaven is about the Pope as an actor who belonged in the theater and who believed in the power of the spoken word. And the word that shape lives and destinies, the word that change people's minds and hearts as well. This book is about Poland, introduces Polish history, Polish people, Polish culture. Moreover, it reminds readers that Karol Wojtyla, John Paul II, was at heart the son of nation that survived some of the most horrific historical experiences imaginable. The nation saved its identity and preserved itself despite various partitions and occupations. We from heaven explains that John Paul II's appropriation of Polishness realized itself in many dimensions. It reflects both the organic continuity of Poland's national experience and the need for reinterpretation of this experience with regard to literature, Christianity, culture, and patriotism. Once, John Paul II said, they try to understand me from outside, but I can only be understood from inside. So to understand John Paul II, you have to understand Poland, Polish history, Polish culture, and Polish people first. To understand John Paul II and the pontiff, 
from within means to understand his Polishness and answer the question, how much Poland was in the Polish pop? And my book explains all of this. And this is also a story of President Ronald Reagan and John Paul II and their shared contribution to the fall of communism. It presents the drama of Wojtyla's own life, the personal and historical experiences that formed him and the faith and cultural heritage of his native Poland that influenced him and shaped his transformative 27 years long pontificate. But there is also another thing about President Reagan and John Paul II I would like to share with you. They were both men of the theater. Theater has the potential to transcend the art of the word and gesture and became the art of the world. And these both men recognize this instinctively. In their own way, they use the power of the world to confront evil. It was a totalitarian system that denied the existence of God, tricked only where human dignity was violated. The two great men are no longer with us, but our need for moral clarity and moral leadership remains. I'm truly encouraging you to review this part of my book. John Paul II, the poet who became Pope, takes the reader on a journey of discovery through Karol Wojtyla's most important poetry of place. His career as an actor, seeking eternal truth on stage, in the nexus between word and gesture, his witness to the unspeakable horrors of Nazism and communism, and the calling to resist their evil at all costs. Someone asked me if his experience in the Rhapsodic Theater he belonged to and he was so close to helped the Pope carry out his mission as a Pope. Uh, and I responded uh, by the following words. Karol Wojtyla's long-time friend Halina Kwiatkowska said, I believe that his experience in theater gave him his strong voice and magnificent diction, shaped his beautiful sense of gesture, taught him to appreciate the value of a pulse suitable for homilies. Thanks to Rhapsodic Theater, he developed an ease of connecting with audience and especially an ability to express the inner truth in a Wind from Heaven offers a new perspective on John Paul II and the pontificate that transformed the church, its people, and the whole world. It portrays the forge in which the history of Karol Wojtyla's native Poland, his literature and culture, made a young boy, then a man of unbreakable spirit, who answered the call to priesthood and became the Pope who feared no one but God 
and spoke with love, hope, and moral clarity that gave the world courage to stand up to evil. And the last, but not least, I would like to speak about the legacy of John Paul II. Um, I found a couple of points I would like to share. Number one, be not afraid, which means act without having no fear. Why? Because man has been redeemed by God. The power of Christ's cross and resurrection is greater than any evil which man could or should fear. And I would say even more, totus tuus, John Paul II surrendered himself to Mary, so a woman, Jesus' mother, no less, was taking care of him. Ultimately, therefore, he had nothing to worry about. This man of peace, John Paul II is a man who truly believed in the human being and asked to respect his dignity and protect his spiritual and moral greatness that all come from God. He also mentioned many, many times people, demand of yourself, even if no one else demands of you. He, he always keep repeating about hope, love, family, God, all of those words that have a deep meaning and value in our lives. And one more thing. This message come from March 1985, where John Paul II wrote in his Dilecti Amici that if you, there is hope for you belong to the future, just as the future belongs to you. So we have to remember that future belongs to us. In this place, so I can talk about my book more and more, but I am really encouraging you to read and let me know what you think about my Polish American thoughts. Um, I was writing this book in so many different places, in Brazil, and Poland, and America, and Italy as well. And I hope that you enjoy all of those places, because you can find them. So this book contains lots of history of Italy, and Poland, and Brazil, and America. And my meeting with amazing people, I share lots of stories. In this place, I would like to thank Stanisław Cardinal Dziwisz, the longtime secretary and personal assistant to John Paul II, for writing a foreword to my book. I also would like to thank you, Mr. Michael Reagan, the son of President Reagan, for sharing amazing stories with me about his father and John Paul II, Mr. Paul Kangor, Mr. Austin Roos, Mr. John O'Sullivan, and more for writing blurbs for my book. And thank you to IWP and Kościuszko Chair. And I so much thank you to Dr. John Lanczowski, who couldn't be with us tonight, but I know that he's with us by his heart and thoughts. And uh, he was the one who actually gave me a lot of books about the relation between uh, Ronald Reagan and John Paul II, so I could learn more and more because 
um, I was not able to understand certain historical problems and um, even um, I couldn't experience them. I couldn't find them anywhere. So, John, I really thank you so much for your contribution to my book. And uh, again, thank you all who organized this beautiful event tonight. I wouldn't be here uh, without you, without my husband, without my little daughter, Marisha. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for your time and your attention. I would be very happy to talk to you about my book after a little reception uh, we have in another room. And thank you so much for being with me tonight. I hope you enjoy it from heaven. Thank you.